a wise man once said, do my shit undercover. Now it's time for the blubber. Blabber, to watch that belly get fatter. Fat boy on a diet, don't try it. I'll jack your ass like a looter in a riot. Listen, buddies. This is Bluesome Buddies with your hosts, O.C. Bass and Zon. What is going on, my brew buds? Welcome to another episode of Brew Some Buddies. I am your host, OC Bass. On the other side of the screen for me right here is my buddy Sanj. What is going on? What up, my friend? Just a shout out to Cypress Hill for providing us with those wonderful wise words of wisdom. Wise words of wisdom. Wise words and wisdom. Nice. There yeah. you go. I don't know I, if that makes sense, but their lyrics do. So shout out to Be Real and the other guy who doesn't get as much acclaim as he should. Do you know his name? I do not, but we will exactly. call him the but other guy. The other guy, darker skin, but still cool and shit. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Guy. Cypress yeah. Hill guy. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Anyways, <clears throat> Brew Buds, thanks for being with us for another episode of Brew Some Buddies. Brew Some Buddies. Yeah, there's us, that is us. Uh, well, you know, the reason we're playing Cypress Hill, they got a versus battle coming up online uh, versus, guess who, my friend? Guess who? I believe you mentioned to me earlier, so I'm going to drop it. Onyx. Oh. Nice. Uh, 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 Onyx. Onyx, it is breaking news. Cypress Hill versus Onyx on the next versus. Who you got already just by the catalog itself, not performance? Yeah, I mean, I got Cypress Hill, but yeah. you know the, the you know Onyx is gonna bring. I think they got two hits. I forgot how the the other one goes, but everybody knows Slam. You know, growing up right. in the '90s, you know, but da 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 da, and let the boys, let the boys. be boys. Exactly. Slam. But but up. It's just repeating what he said. But yeah. But but up. But but up. And let the boys be boys. <laughs> yeah. I used to love doing that to music. I used to fucking uh, do that to like, uh, you know, nothing but a G thing. I used to be like, I said one, two, three, and to the four. Snoop Doggy Doggy Dr. Dre is at the door. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now get your soda. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, what? But, um, yeah. So that should be a pretty cool battle. I got Cypress Hill as well. They're revolutionary, you know? They're like the fucking pothead. They're like Cheech and Chong of fucking hip-hop. But they're also like 
dope as Ice Cube when it comes to like rock hip hop, you know, yeah. and fucking they can fucking like at their I, I mean, if I was at one of their concerts, I'd be on the side because they have like a punk mosh bit, you know, like they got everything, dude. They're a little bit hip hop. They're a little bit of Rage Against the Machine. They're a little bit Ice Cube. They're basically Rage Against the Machine and Ice Cube put together. Yeah, uh, that's, that's if a, Rage and Ice Cube had a comparison. baby, it would be fucking Cypress Hill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah. My, that's my metaphor for that. So, again, shout out to the great Cypress Hill for the dope lyrics, of course. And we got our money on you in the upcoming battle on Versus. Yeah. There we go. Cypress Hill. All right. <laughs> so, <clears throat> what else is new, my friend? Have you been watching the NBA? Have you been watching some of these new movies that are coming out? Yeah, man. I mean, well, just catch it up real quick, a little snippet. Uh, NBA, you know, uh, being Sanch, uh Dubs fans, Warriors fans here. So, you know, we're just rooting them on and uh, make it, making it to the Western Conference Finals. Let's do it, you know, rooting for my yeah. own books. Let's do a little sports talk. What do you think? Hold up. Grab your PDs. It's time for sports. Drugs. Nice. Drugs indeed. PEDs. Hey, if it makes you better, go for it. That's what I say. <laughs> Just don't get caught. <laughs> but um, unless you're under 18 kids, don't do that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, man. Dubs moving on to the Western Conference Finals. And they get a little bit of rest because it is still yet to be seen who will be the next person up. Um, we're waiting upon Phoenix and Dallas, and that's going to a game seven, I believe, in Phoenix. <clears throat> so that's going to be quite interesting the way Luca is playing. Do you have any thoughts on that? Who you think may win? Uh, I haven't been keeping Who much you want attention. To win? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, attention. Uh, as for the, um, I mean, dude, I don't know who I want to win, honestly. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. you know, uh, we know Chris Paul. We've played him before plenty of times. I'm saying we as the royal we because I'm not on the team. But, uh, <laughs> nice. I like the way you formatted that. The but, royal uh, we, but essentially. As in the kingdom of exactly. So, but, you know, it's it's an enemy you know versus the enemy you don't, I guess, you know, so. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, <clears throat> we do have a little bit of history with Phoenix. Um, you know, it's kind of uh, been the bigger kind of games during the season because Phoenix went to the championship last year and unfortunately weren't able to, or unfortunately for Phoenix fans, wasn't able to win. But um, yeah, you know, like a few years ago, I remember the Warriors played Toronto. You know, um, the whole thing was like, oh, you know, the Warriors won't match up well against Philadelphia, so we want Toronto to win. We want Toronto to win. Well, fucking Toronto won, and then they beat us too. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So you got to be careful for what you wish for. Yeah. But, <clears throat> yeah, it comes down to basically how you match up and stuff like that. And I feel like defensively we, we stand a little bit better against Dallas, but obviously cannot underestimate our opponent's and uh yeah man you know all in all we're happy for the win but sometimes you just get that nervous feeling from the warriors because hey you know fucking last game they lost by like 40 so right you know, right you know, i mean kinda, and speaking of underestimating you know opponents oh thanks for that man gracias yeah. anyways Stay uh easy. 
talking about underestimated opponents, dude. Like, and I'm not saying I know the Grizzlies were essentially weighted or ranked higher than the Warriors, but I kind of didn't know anybody on the team, you know. And so, yeah, all these young guys coming out and like, you know, they showed their worth. Like Brooks and uh, Bane, they were just they were kind of oh. killing it this this game, you know. And so totally, yeah. Know, and the other guy, like, Jackson, yeah, he's like this tall black dude who shoots hella. And then Adams, you know, who's like yeah. the giant New Zealand fucking Just super. He like, he's like the hugest guy in the world. He looks like a fucking wrestler. He probably would have been a king if you grew up in the fucking medieval times. Um, but fucking uh, he's like the nicest guy on the planet. But yeah, like they were all like kicking our butts in their own which way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a, like a fought out war kind of going on. I mean, it was getting chippy at times, too, between the two teams. So uh, I gotta give it up though, because when I when I saw that dude like Bane was sinking them threes, and I was just like, "What is he gonna come gonna come out with his you know voice from the Batman villain, right?" It'd be like this, "Oh yes, I will beat you, warrior, down. I was born <laughs> oh, in the dark, you know shit." And be like, fuck, "Dude, man. that was hella good impression, bro. Where the fuck did that come from?" I was like, "Dude, I was waiting for it. I was like, where's the Dark Knight to come and fucking kick this dude's ass?" Or maybe just have that battle that we fucking did, you know? So it was dope, dude. I mean, and it came down to essentially us, you know, the last two minutes we took over. So, yeah, it was fucking awesome, though. You know, like, first of all, John Moran is, like, this super huge, like, Marvel fan, you know? So he does, like, these, like, kind of commercials with Marvel. I'm pretty sure it's with Marvel or DC. I forget. But, like, shouldn't they have made Draymond? Because, you know, Steph Curry is up for it. You see Steph Curry's commercials. He does, like... He pretends to be a mime and shit. He'll do goofy shit, you know? Yeah. Draymond, Batman, Curry as fucking Robin, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And fucking Bane as Bane. Nice, right? yeah. Marketing-wise, you know? Exactly. For the series, you know what I mean? And that would have been perfect, yes. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking crazy how you do that. That's hella good. <laughs> nice, brother. Nice. Kick his ass, Well, you should do the fucking f- movies, like the <laughs> animated movies. When they say, "Hey, we need someone to play the voice of fucking uh, Bane," you should go in there and be like, "Action!" I know, like, right? "Hi, guys!" <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. Uh, I stutter. I know, right? He's like, no, "Hi, guys!" Yeah, oh, excuse me. <laughs> well, yes, that's correct. I will be breaking your back today. Anyways, um, right. but yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, moving from sports to uh, something that we actually Sanch has seen recently and is the Batman, right? Oh, fuck. Let's get to it, baby. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, just like let's jump into it. Um, I've been waiting for Sanch to get his take on the Batman uh, that came out. That's true. and uh, I've been trying to, I, I caught the first 30 minutes, but, you know, I haven't, you know, basically devoted time to getting into it again, you know, but... Before uh, we get into it, let's hit the segment. Oh, there we go. Bombs, brews, and binges. Nice. Now we can officially talk about it. Bombs, brews, and binges. Take it away, my brother. You were saying you were waiting for me, of course. And... Yeah. And uh, just wanting to know your dive on the flick okay so i appreciate your patience with me i truly feel foolish for not watching this earlier 
And honestly, I don't know. I think I was just caught up in other stuff in life for me not to have approached this sooner, this movie sooner. So the first thing that came into my mind was the reasons why people didn't want to see it, right? And the mm. one thing that I thought was like, okay, they're talking about how dark it is, right? So for that, I totally understand why people would say anyone who said that is stupid. Because not for one fucking second in the movie did I think it was too dark. The only time that it seemed dark was there was two points. One, when the weak-ass, like, original, like, little painted face gang in the subway, who is, like, basically jumping in this dude who has to, like, punch this, like, Asian dude in the face or something. And they're looking into the shadows and shit like that. Like, the shadows are built up a little bit, of course. But the whole thing is that, you know, he's part of the shadow. When you look into the shadow, you look at fear because you don't know vengeance might be there okay and then he comes out of the shadows and whoops everyone's ass that is supposed to be dark so i i don't know why if anyone complained about that part they even complained about that part then the second part i think that they're talking about is at the end when he starts like doing damage and shit like fucking really realizing he's more batman than bruce wayne you know and that's a whole thing in itself in this movie but he fucking, like, you know, comes out of the shadow and they're like, what? Or, like, the elevator. He comes out of the elevator and it's, like, all dark because the power goes out and all of a sudden you just, like, see a silhouette barely of him and the only light that you see is from the fucking tips of the uh, assault rifles and yeah. you see them just basically kind of, like, trying to do something to him and he's just, you know, he's fucking Batman, you know? He's on another level as Batman and you'll see that as well develop in this movie. Yeah. Okay, go for it. A little bit no. on your thoughts about it, if it was too dark. Yeah, uh, no, not too dark at all. I mean, essentially, you're not going to get much uh, uh, comedy or anything like that from uh, this movie. But I think that's where maybe some something lies. Like, essentially, Christian Bale's Batman had some levity to it, you know, where he had his moments as a playboy. At, whereas this Batman, which is uh, Patton, Robert, uh, Robert Pattinson, he... His, a little bit if anybody's used this term before but to me it was more like emo dark batman you know and so hmm. it was interesting to see because seeing it again a little bit of it i was like yeah he's kind of like that emo kind of dark dude who fucking paints his fingernails black and shit you know so um oh god that, a little that, bit yeah so that was like my take a little bit watching it again and kind of reflecting back on it now, regarding that specific scene you're talking about, dude, I just drew fucking, like, as soon as I seen it, I'm like, where did I see something like this? And I don't know if Matt Reeves, like, pulled something out of his head uh, from watching, but Rogue One, at the end, when you see Darth Vader for, like, in Rogue One, and he has that hallway scene where all the rebels are fucking trying to stop him while the dude's trying to hand off the fucking plans to the Death Star to, to, to get off the ship, you know? And, like, you just see a fucking red lightsaber go, and then fucking the dude's blasting, oh, and he's yeah. boom, boom, yeah. boom, and he's fucking yeah. reflecting Good fucking call. all the blasts, dude. And you barely see him. You just see reflections of light and blaster light, and yeah. and that's all you see. And that I was like, oh, dude, that's super reminiscent of that to me. And I don't know if Matt Reeves just Very remembers that from fucking uh, Rogue One, but that's what, like, he one must. of those scenes, like, 
just yeah. drew, I drew comparison straight off the bat, you know, and was yeah. badass too because all you see is the assault rifle light, like bullets lighting it up, and then like that's the only light you see, and you see like a silhouette real quick of Batman like taking that dude out, fucking blocking, and then sometimes getting shot, you know, and then but just blocking too, and then fucking taking the next dude out, and then going from yeah. dude to dude. <clears throat> and how scary that would be to be one of them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, you're basically seeing it as if you were the last one. And this guy is just coming at you, and he doesn't stop coming at you. Right. It's like the Undertaker, the Grim Reaper. It's death coming at you slowly, you know? Yes. yes. And everyone who is in front of you can't stop him. And you're like, what can I do, you know? Yeah, so that is a great call. Uh, the next thing I noticed is that out of everything that I saw... This is the best bat suit yet. It's pretty bad. To me, to yeah. me, this bat suit, bad I could good. see a motherfucking like real vigilante really wearing this. Like I could see like without the pointy ears, without the cape, I could see a military person wearing this. Yeah, it's, you know it's, what I mean. Like so to me, it's like, like very militarized, you know. Yeah, and it's like a real fucking thing, you know. Yeah. So I thought that was fantastic. Out of all the suits, by far the best bat suit. And, and the the battering, the neck moves. Yeah. The, the, ah, getting. <laughs> uh, the battering was like part of his chest piece too, right? Yeah. How cool was that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Fucking like so Moon Knight that's too. That's another thing. <laughs> that's another thing. He is such still like a youthful novice that he hasn't developed the gadget skills to be able to have it flip close, you know? Like, his Batarang is just one full piece of metal, like, blacksmithed onto his chest. Like, he did it himself, you know what I mean? He hasn't right. worked his gadget. Like, he doesn't use too many gadgets in this shit. He yeah. has, like, three gadgets at the most. His fucking grapple, his fucking uh, Batarang thing, that's his chest piece as well, and then the bomb that he uses, like, once, you know? like well, what, about, what about the contacts, though, dude? I thought that was pretty dope. Oh, yeah, the contacts was pretty dope. Yeah. And that's very, like, you know, I would think, you know, not too far off yeah. of you know, something that may be available now, you know what yeah. I mean? For, for the elite in, like, spy technology and shit like that. Yeah. Okay, so I also felt like this was a little bit of play off of Christian Bale's Batman, but a new, a new Batman in its own, okay? Okay. So... I felt like where Christian Bale left off as still being a complete untrusted vigilante, um, not able to be able to step out into the daylight. This guy is two years now from that point where Commissioner or where Gordon has a little bit of trust in him. He's comfortable enough to come out in the daytime. Some cops kind of like are like, what the fuck is he doing here? But some cops are like, he fucking does help us you know and right. they accept walking into the crime scene and for them to show that at the first beginning beginning of the movie i was like okay they're developing that you know this is a little he's not he's not new to the gotham you know right he's right. something that you know has has been around for you know a f three four years yeah yeah it's so it's um i take it as batman like year two not necessarily year one and i i did i can I think Matt Reeves is kind of telling us, hey, look it, you guys know how Batman, what his origin story is, because you get reminded of it every fucking Batman movie. There are like one or two scenes that are just 
tugging at your memory strings to let you know, yeah, you know, like the little boy, like him looking at him, seeing that he just lost one of his parents, right? And he, you just see him staring at him and you know he's thinking about his own childhood when he lost his parents. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I kind of like, essentially like what Matt Reeves did because he's not beating us over the head with, hey, are you guys stupid? Because this is how Batman became Batman. You know, he lost his parents in an alleyway, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, Don't it's just like, yes, we fucking know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That I is mean, a great point. That is a great point because that is an exhausting part of the story. It's so depressing and so just brings you down that this thing was so... It was so fucking captivating the whole time that if if they had gone to that storyline that you're talking about, I would have been like, ah, this shit, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I already know this, you know, we're past right. this with Batman, you know what I mean? Like, right. you don't need to develop this again, you know, like Christian Bale has not been gone long enough where generations have came in and they're like, what is Batman? I don't even know what fuck Batman is, you know, everyone right. knows exactly. how Batman became Batman. Okay, and, two things. And, oh, go ahead. My bad. Oh, and uh, r- real quick, too. To me, like, because I did watch on HBO Max, if you have it, um, I would recommend watching the Batman animated movie called The Long Halloween because I didn't read the comic of it. But essentially, it revolves around what I was saying, like, roughly around year two Batman. And it's more to do with, like, the crime families as opposed to straight up, like, you know, villains like the Joker and Penguin. And, you know, even though this movie gets into that but essentially you're dealing with like the two crime families uh Moroni and the Falcones uh in the long Halloween and they talk about what what I was tripping off of was the holiday killer essentially killing somebody on each of the holidays like so once a month for like a year so this fucking thing spans a year and I was getting a lot of those vibes because you're having people killed like the uh, it was it the the guy who's running for mayor the one of the police captains or the chiefs I forget what it was one of this and leaving and then person leaving clues and that's exactly what happened in the long Halloween story plot the comic line okay. and inside the animated series movie or not animated series but the animated movie on the Hol- uh, HBO Max uh, check it out if you can uh, you know I would even recommend maybe watching that first and then the movie so you can draw your own comparisons but there are some certain uh lines that were delivered that actually drew inspiration i think from that as well too so nice all right let me make a note of animated so we can maybe put a link about it in our social media find us on twitter and on facebook also on instagram okay uh another thing i noticed good call on you by uh putting the animated series so we could get kind of more in depth about the crime family because this movie is what that has a lot in it a lot about um okay so one thing i noticed i guess it's a little shout out to the other dc series that are on but the latino kid who's the kid who's basically supposed to punch the asian guy in the subway to get part of to join the gang you know he is the latino kid from titans on hbo max who basically is in the in the last season he's the latino kid who's basically trying to join fucking dick grayson but dick won't let him like join you know he's kind of like a reporter you know he's like a delivery boy he's like a delivery boy for his restaurant for his family's restaurant so that and then 
the Asian chick who's the photographer for the police is the detective in Peacemaker. That, so, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, drawing, so he kind of brought... Yeah, drawing, drawing yeah. that inspiration or those people into, you know, that movie. Awesome. Here's another thing I thought, and you tell me if I might have something or not. Okay, so when... And we're doing spoilers here. Just heads up, you know, spoiler buzzer, you know, just letting you guys know. We're fucking doing some fucking spoilers about the we Batman. Should, we should have probably led with that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, our bad. Yeah. Okay, so here we go, real quick. My your thoughts after I give you my thoughts. So the mayor, right? The mayor in the beginning. The mayor the, at first, before you even see the mayor, you see the sun, right? Right. You see the sun, and he's in a red ninja costume. You know, I think that's gonna be Red Hood, the second Robin after Dick Grayson. Okay. Because he's an orphan now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So well, he's definitely fatherless. I don't know if he lost his mother yet, but I mean that could very well happen easily. I mean it's Gotham for yeah. Christ's sake, you know? Yeah. So just because I saw him in that red ninja outfit and he was doing karate and he did a dope ass move like to kind of pretend to cut his dad, yeah. I was like, oh shit, that kind of reminds me of Red Hood. I don't know why. Yeah. <clears throat> but a I kind of felt like foreshadowing. Yes, foreskinning. Um, yeah. but you know what I mean, like, um, because. Batman has something for that kid, you know? Yeah. Like, he's going to keep his eye on him or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I thought the narration and the raspy voice was kind of weird. Not, It wasn't the greatest thing, you know? Yeah. But I get it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, let's see. The headquarters, way too nice. Okay. Like, a whole uh, subway station that's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like findable. Okay. You know, it's not like super, like, it's not hidden extremely well, in my opinion. And okay. it's just awesome. It's like fucking, you know, <clears throat> uh, it's like a headquarter lair that fucking, I don't know, you would find in like Bad Boys 2025. Yeah, it's a, it, it was different departing from the whole, like, let's say waterfall behind a, like, mountain kind of thing, you know? Um, and uh yeah it was new to me i thought it was a little gritty so like i could respect that uh but um just i guess you know i don't even know where it is technically like if you're talking about is it hooked up to the bruce wayne mansion you know through an elevator that you know we never see him take up or down to the bat cave i guess the rudimentary well well, you remember it says wayne like tower it says or it says wayne manor up in it like when he drives in Okay, I so guess I, like I, I missed the old, that. Yeah. Like Wayne, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. I mean, because if it's supposed to be in the subway, it'd be like the Wayne Station or some shit, right? Yeah, so, I think it is. I think okay. it may be something like that. I think, but um, I just thought it was like really advanced, um, and and it didn't seem too difficult. Like, if someone knew the history, you know, of like Gotham. Yeah, like, you they, know, could, they could like, dig a little deep and get Yeah, like there. a librarian who had blueprints to it or something, you know, like right. you'd be able to find that shit if you wanted to find it. You yeah, know she's I mean? dead now, though. So just so you know, she died. That's true. That I'm pretty like, sure. I'm not letting her fucking get. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Anyone who ever had fingerprints on the blueprints of the subway station of Gotham is dead. I know, just right? Like... Yeah. Um, His right. dad did it. So... <laughs> okay so um one thing i think robert pattinson played really well is being a novice and naive yeah batman that's good you know yeah, like he, he was a batman who was still growing up and he was far from independent you know yeah. like he was like someone who was 21 you know we're like yeah. they're 
they have their skills, but they still need their dad. They still need like Alfred, you know? Yeah, and and, and he was. I mean, it, it happens to the best of us, but you know, you kind of like start to fall for somebody, and it's just like, dude, you gotta watch out, man, because. You know, this chick, she runs with those bad dudes or whatever, you know, and like, and she didn't fuck him over, really. But it's just like, dude, don't be so quick to uh, trust, I guess. And like, you know, just because you think, you know, uh, she she's done a good deed or whatever that, you know, you don't know, you know. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, this chick robs people, dude. Like, what the fuck? You know, like, but, you know, here you go, like starting to be like, oh, I think I'm in love kind of thing, you know. But yeah, again. Playing into the fucking comics uh, book of uh, The Long Halloween, where he kind of has this thing for Catwoman, you know, right? And uh, Zoe Kravitz, dude, doing her job super as Selena Kyle, right? Just, yeah, super good. Just, you know, awesome and sexy, too, you know? Just super hot, you know? So, yeah. Very good, very good on her part. I thought the person who played Alfred... I thought it's really well casted. I thought it was really great how Alfred was very father figure like you know yeah um in in the manner of just like little things that like a father would do where you know he's like letting him know about his engagement that he has to attend and shit like that but by the time like bruce comes out of the shower to get dressed or after getting dressed and comes downstairs alfred has already taken the puzzle that the riddler has put there and he's already trying to solve it for him you know and I was like, that's such a dad thing to do, you know? Like, you weren't asked to do it, but you're doing it, and you're doing it really well. And now your son is kind of, like, looking over your shoulder, watching you do your thing, you know? And I was like, like, that is really fucking portrayed really brilliantly in this movie. Again, it's very much like the cartoon series I grew up with. And I think that is what's so awesome. It's really, like, not Bruce becoming Batman. It's Bruce figuring out his issues in life mentally and how he's going to deal with it deciding you know am i batman who's being bruce or am i bruce who's being batman and a great point of that is when right at the beginning when alfred first basically comes in and he's like oh are we going to see bruce wayne today you know and that right. was just like uh oh, that was sick you know he's just like whatever whatever and uh and then like you know patterson's facial motions and stuff like this just his emotions you know like his snarkiness towards alfred and uh you know a little emo just... sometimes i think you know right like that's what i'm saying like he, he plays that part decently like where you're saying he's like his his naiveness right like his 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 rookiness of being a superhero kind of of being the hero of gotham but you know and trying to separate the two kind of lives but just being like a little bit like of like dude like just leave me alone or kind of thing you know like you know it's just i don't know i just felt he was a really scarred kid yeah like oh, i yeah. thought he was a yeah. scarred like he played like a scarred person trying to figure out like you know um like can i let alfred be my dad yeah because i had a great dad you know and his name is everywhere throughout the city but like you know like he even says to alfred like you know you're not my dad and then he instantly regrets it. Like, you see yeah. it on his face. You know what I mean? And yeah. Alfred handles it well. He's like, no, I'm not. You know? Yeah. And Alfred always handles every question, like, you know, really well. I just really felt like, I don't know if it was, like, an emo kind of thing. I just felt like it was someone who has mental health issues. You mm -hmm. know? 
And uh, I like I didn't think he was a Marilyn Manson kind of person. Not that that's what you're saying, but um, yeah, I just felt like you know he doesn't. Yeah. He's better at being quiet than more, he is at talking. Yeah, and, and more know? of like just you you can tell it's trouble. And I don't mean like emo as like some type of like negative thing necessarily, but more of a right how you're portraying like this character like emotionally disturbed kind of like and that's what fucking yeah. a, a certain take on bruce wayne is obviously matt reeves is going for that for this uh, for uh, robert pattinson's batman bruce to to, to develop his character essentially right He's driving that point home like with that and that's why sometimes i'm right. okay like all right let's ease up a little bit but that's just because i'm used to seeing the playboy bruce wayne and then that's how right. he counteracts right. that, how he counteracts that with being like a dark, the dark night, you know? So, yeah. so that's why I'm used to seeing one version of Batman. And yet here we are presented with a new version of Bruce and Batman. And so I'm half wondering if, and when I'm pretty sure it's when the sequel will happen, if there mm. will be a transformation of persona regarding mm. Bruce and how mm. he kind of evolves as a character. I definitely understand what you're saying, and I couldn't agree more. I think in the next one, you're going to see him realize he's Batman and how he has to pretend to be Bruce Wayne. Like, how Bruce Wayne needs to be portrayed. Right. You know what I mean? We're like, who to, he is now... completely separate the, the two, right? Well, he like, needs to play that role yeah. for his business, for no yeah. one to ever put together that yeah. Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's almost getting out with the Riddler, right? right. Which also, the website in the fucking thing is a real website. Yeah. And it has Easter eggs to the shit. It's crazy. Anyways, yeah. but like, you know, this Batman that you see, the way he's portraying himself, like, there's no positive. There's nothing happening. You know what I mean? Like, there's like there's no happy points, right? Like, yeah. there's nothing to be happy about in life. Everything oh, yeah, yeah. has been pulled away from him. You know? Yeah. He's like Wanda, right? He's like Wanda, but instead of going evil, he's going good. Right. Another spoiler. My bad. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know. So that's that's basically like what it is. In Wanda's like, fuck everyone. I'm I'm. It's all about me. My life has been ripped away from me. Fuck everyone. I'm gonna do my thing. With Bruce Wayne, it's like, my life has been ripped away from me. I'm going to change shit around here. Right, right. I'm going to do something about it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Okay. Hey, let's did, go. So, wait, hey, real quick, I forgot because, like, like I said, I haven't watched it all yet. But did, uh, I mean, I know essentially Selena and Bruce or Batman Catwoman had, like, an intimate moment. But was it super intimate? Like, or was it just, like, a little, like, a little, like, super novice first base shit you know oh uh no he fell from uh no oh, yeah um yeah no they like there's two he's like let me make this kitty burr you <laughs> you've seen the movie right but you're no, just I've like seen it, but you I just don't remember like, yeah, okay remember. yeah so I, I basically watched, there's like the second time the first 30 minutes or even less so. yeah there's that one time when like they they meet and like they have the conversation in like that construction skyscraper and it's just yeah. the both of them yeah. and they're conversing and she kisses him before he's ready okay yeah okay. remember they're like so, yeah, he's like yeah, about yeah. to say something yeah. and then at the end okay okay yeah exactly right. like he puts his bat in her puss yeah uh, i was about to say does he uh stroke the kitty all right <laughs> yeah no no kitty no titty 
No, no, nothing other than kissing. No itty bitty titty yeah. committee. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, feel shitty. Uh, uh, wait, uh, what about Colin Farrell, man? Holy that's shit. That's what I was about to get to, dude. Yeah. Okay. I beat you. So, I beat you. Yes, you did. Beat me with a stick. All right. Colin Farrell looks amazing. Couldn't even tell it was Colin Farrell. Dude, I was like, shame Where's on Colin them Farrell? for not allowing the cigarette. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like that would have been dope, dude. Like. If you, they would have had this. I can't believe they didn't allow a fucking cigarette. But fucking like, you know, fucking but explosions dude in a galore. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know? like, like, let me beat fucking, somebody like, senseless right in front of you. But hey, cigarettes? <laughs> no way, buddy. Okay. You know. Heaven like the forbid. creepy shit the Riddler was doing to people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that was all bad. We couldn't have like, like we don't want to fucking make people think that bad guys smoke cigarettes. All right. Anyways, whatever. Yeah, Colin Farrell, super amazing, super amazing. Um, hey, th- that's more on Warner Brothers. So fuck Warner Brothers. I think Matt Reeves was pushing for it. Colin was pushing for it too. But hey, whatever, dude. Whatever. But great job on Colin Farrell. I couldn't even tell. And he was actually he brought that levity. He brought that a little bit of comedy into the fucking you know, uh, the uh, the movie. You know, like a little like one liners he would pull that I remember. But not specifically, I will say that. But yeah. Yeah, dude. He was straight out of the animated series from the 90s. He yeah. was like a straight character from there, dude. And, you know, but, and, like, and not so like, much like straight up like top hat. Oh, not like the like, penguin, you know but saying? like a henchman. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like like yeah. a, like a mob figure in a way, you know. Again, another another great part introducing him, but not in full development. You know, yeah, like all, uh, he Oswald, is right? far from developed, you know. Yeah. Oswald, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah, but that you was great. Me your I love <laughs> <laughs> um, I was actually doing a full connect pinch on myself, didn't I? I know, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, you're just dumb. I know. Um, I like the lack of technology because he's still like kind of like, you know, developing himself and figuring yeah. it out and yeah. putting things together. I like the car. Batmobile. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's like super grunge. It's like it's not it's not there yet, you know. He's still like putting shit together, piecing it, you know. Yeah. And you know, like he could just keep going with because it is the the Batmobile, but then he's just gonna alter the frame. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. he's got the jet in there, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the thing. All right. Yeah. Um, light up the I'll jets, look. kick tides, light the fires. Hey, I feel the need, the need to smoke. Yeah, um, speaking of, all right. Oh, hey, uh, uh, hey, oh. Uh. <coughs> all right. Um, let's see. Little cat sound effects and stuff when Catwoman would move. That was pretty dope. Um, you, it's very minimal. Like you, you know, just like when he pins her down and she gets up, you hear a little, like okay. it's really minimal, but I thought it was oh, really man. like, clever. I didn't even notice that. Good yeah. Shit. What do you think uh, about the, uh, the, the, the new theme, like music, you know what I'm saying? Like when he's walking with the flame and shit or the flare and shit and you hear the music. Yeah. Uh, it didn't stand out to me too much. Okay. Like the way you're like describing it to me, I'm kind of like, what? Yeah. So I, yeah. I mean, uh, I was taking Let's it. And I'm like, I I just feel like I've heard it somewhere, but I could be wrong. But but it's it's the new kind of take on this Batman. Like right where you, to me, like 
Batman's always been uh, associated with like um, like or not always, but there's been some theme songs to it from like you know from the old school Michael Keaton Batman to you know Christian Bale's Batman and then you know to the Batman that we have now. So I I think it's fitting that the 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 theme music the song the background is kind of like a little dark the piano is just like has those like low tones you know just hitting yeah, hard like organ almost you know? like yeah and just like, yeah i hear you yeah no no that's that's true that's a good point as as is the whole tone of which is funny because the movie the tone of the movie is very somber but it's action-packed and captivating okay you know what okay I mean? okay so go ahead that drives home like probably one of my last questions. I don't know if you have any other question or things you wanted to bring up because a few I want to, and then we'll go to break. Okay, I'll go ahead and bring them up, and then I'll. Okay, so real quick, um, uh, one scene that I thought was fucking brilliant about how he is still developing his skills is when him, Gordon, and Catwoman have. I think Penguin upside down on a rope, right? And they're like, is it Penguin? I think it's Penguin. And they're like, you know, kind of investigating him. It's somebody. No, yeah, it's, it's, he's not on a rope. He's the person knelt down. It, it's right? Yeah, it's it's one of the, uh, the uh, Penguin's henchmen or like, and yeah. he's in the police force kind of, I want to say, or okay, something. Perfect. Like yeah, like DA almost or some shit yeah. like that. Um, I don't know if he's that far up. Anyways. I thought it was such a brilliant scene because Catwoman kicks the guy over, right? And then and then she bounces away, right? So she kicks the guy over the edge and Batman hella quickly grabs it, like he like panics and he like grabs his shit and shoots the cord hella quick. And the guy doesn't even fall two feet before Batman grabs him, right? Batman, when he's like Batman, would have been like, oh, Boom, one gadget, hit Catwoman, and then he would have let the guy get one foot off of the ground before grappling him. Like right. he would have he wouldn't have panicked and grabbed his thing and quickly caught the guy. He would have been like boom, caught, grabbed the thing, shot it down, grabbed the guy, hung it up, and fucking, you know, did something with the other hand. The way he yeah. panicked was like, I'm still learning, you know, like, oh shit, she caught me off guard. Batman yeah. doesn't get caught off guard, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I thought he's, that he's was just perfect. really brilliant, you oh, know? Like good, he was just, good, yeah. He was on. like, holy shit, you know? And I was like, when does Batman ever have a holy shit moment? Yeah. You know? Unless yeah. it's like 10,000 guys against him, you know? Right, right, yeah. So I thought that was great. Okay, and let's see. I thought the evil was great in this. The Riddler was great. The simplicity of the Riddler even looks like the, one of the fucking guys from the fucking... TV series. Anyways, okay, so my last thought is Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger would have been dope. That's my second to last thought. <laughs> if Heath Ledger was still alive and he joined this fucking series, that would be so dope. Okay, my second last final thought is this movie reminds me of Michael Keaton's first Batman. Okay. Out of all the Batmans, it reminds me of that one because we're something, we're seeing something completely different here. This right. is the mental aspect of Batman, not the technological, physical skills and butt kicking of Bruce Wayne turning into Batman. This is the mindset of a boy growing into a man who's a vigilante. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, I'll add to that. I'll add to that as 
this is the display of Detective Batman. He is breaking, oh, yeah. Yeah. he's solving riddles, he's connecting two and two, he's interrogating suspects, he's looking at evidence, he's, you know, under the microscope, he's doing recordings with his contact lenses, dope-ass technology shit, and, like, this is straight-up Detective 101 Batman, and this is something that you know more totally. than I do from fucking playing the Arkham games where you're basically doing that shit, you know, where you're fucking detective Batman right. to, I'm sure, That's find out point. what the next step is, who the next person to interrogate or who to see. You know, this is something that has been long to me. Like, there was more... Ac Christian Bale was, like, the action Batman, like, getting shit done and, like, you know, you, know, you have your crazy-ass Batmobile, like, all that shit, right? Yeah. This is more like, hey, this is detective Batman... And like th this is what I fucking really liked about this movie because that's so finally, funny you say that we finally get to see that aspect of Batman in full frontal, not nudity, but detective, nudity, you know, <laughs> but shit. Yeah. Show me your detective Wang, basically. No, but no, seriously, yeah. like he, he's like no. showing he's showing you what he can do as a detective. And this is like, yeah, he can kick your ass. But now he's going to actually, you know detect your ass you know so like he's yeah he's going in there he's solving he's crime you know, he's solving crimes and he's solving like and he's busting out this fucking riddles i can't even fucking wrap my head around sometimes i'm like i don't know what the fuck that means you know but he's I getting know. so it was fucking pretty I, badass dude andy circus yeah. as whatchamacallit dope as fuck too dude yeah you're right as alfred i i really liked him uh i've always been an andy circus fan um I, he was pretty decent in Marvel, like not my best like villain character, but he was pretty decent in Marvel, a very suitable character. Um, so like to see him in DC doing uh, Alfred, uh, in, you know, in Bat in the Batman, it was great to see, dude. I, I, I you know, would like to see more of him. You know, so, absolutely. My final note was that this movie had a very much a Law and Order feel to it. Okay. You yeah. Know? Like I, I really felt I, like it. Had a a detective sitcom feel to it so that's that's really funny that you said that you're worrying for like dun, dun. and oh, yeah. it was there and it was like dun, 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 dun. yeah yeah <laughs> oh shit that like you mix a little bit of darth vader with a little bit of law and order and got this beat right here you know what i'm saying a little bit of detective on my side a little bit of cat pussy on my dick yeah a little bit of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Last thing I want to bring up: time. Okay. This is a fucking three-hour romp, dude. I could have done days. with maybe like twenty minutes less. You know, trim the fat a little bit. You know, Where? um, it was cool overall. But since I want to ask you this, because I saw it in the theaters, I want to ask you this, because uh, I'm assuming you saw it at home. But did you do a whole one sessioner, or did you two-part it? Two-part it. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, I stopped it right when the final battle was beginning because okay. that takes about an hour. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. basically the part where all three of them met up. No, when uh and have the threesome? Yeah. No, no, no. When <laughs> when Bruce and Alfred are talking in the hospital and then he sees the bat symbol out yeah. the window. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped and he's it like, when go, he like go go my uh, you know, adopted son. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Because he was like, um, go, go, 
my nurse is hot and she's about to give me a bath. So get I the know. fuck out. I know, right? <laughs> I need some private time, Bruce. You don't yeah. know what it's like. Yeah, exactly. You don't give me hand jobs anymore. <laughs> you were a little boy. Just kidding. Hey, we are. <laughs> Bruce and Buddies.